Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host of the Huddle. Coach! Yes! All right! First time of the year. Bobby Hurricanes, yeah. You know the name already. It's Merced. Ha ha. It's the Six Red Cane Show. Can't forget the name, though. Got Jazz Blue Vision DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing up. Ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Ride Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange and green. We see the Six Red Champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond 100 yards of hurricane. That's never still put a damage to your What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. Oh, here we are. Welcome back. And now we're talking about baseball. Well, well it's about damn time, man. <laughs> uh, we couldn't talk about baseball last weekend when we destroyed the Florida State Seminoles. I mean, we were coming oh. off the Final Four, so I felt like that was probably more of us. We wanted to dedicate some space to baseball because we should we should have a long time ago. So we should have, we should have. We are baseball nerds, really. So I mean, if you ask us about formations or if you ask us what what a player should do with first and third, probably gonna be right on first and third maybe not so much on formations yeah definitely if you ask us if we should bunt down one run in the eighth inning with one out and a runner on first (laughs) well amongst other things right yeah well that's i would say i would say no i would say no to that what a what a what a what a season it's been really like this has been a weird season because it's a it's a good team with some with half of that lineup severely underperforming, if you ask me. It's just weird. Wow, you're going man. all the way up to half. Yeah, what the hell? Okay, give me five guys that are truly playing really good baseball on that team, right? You got Yo-Yo, Blake Sear. You've got CJ. Um, Dom is probably playing really well right <laughs> He's now. He's like 340. My boy, baby. My favorite player. Oh, yeah, I know. He's played really you well. Uh, Levinson's playing well. And Levinson. Um I mean, so I'd say in terms of Carlos Perez is doing all right, right? Like he's actually been a surprise. Yeah, no, he's. I think. Yeah, I mean, we should we should bask in the glory that is Florida State this year. Absolutely, as much they are, they are, they are awful. Um, Yeah, yeah, so 
I think in terms of who's kind of been, I think Perez has been a pleasant surprise. Just I think he leads the team in homers. He might. He's got, <laughs> got like eight or nine of them. Yeah, he's got nine, I think. Um, and so he's only batting in the two hundreds. But you know, you're you're talking about someone towards the bottom of your lineup bringing pop. Like, I mean, I don't know what you want out of there. I think the Viegas has taken a step back from last year, which has been disappointing. And then um, the Dario, Dario Gomez, uh, Ian, Ian Farrow, and, and Dorian struggling also. It's just like that. Trying to work out who to play where and, and how to get production out of those has been has been a challenge. Yep, it, it really has. And, and not only getting production, but where do you put them in the lineup, right? You, you know, it's it's so so this lineup is easy to pitch to, if you ask me, right? It's you know, the lower half of the lineup is is struggling, whether it's Dorian down there, whether it's uh, Dario uh, Viegas has now been moved down there, right? Because you got CJ and uh, I think. Well, no, Viegas is batting second. He's still so. batting second? Yeah, okay, so okay. so we benched him on Friday. Right, right. And then he homered in the first inning on Saturday, so. Crazy, crazy. But, yeah, so, so he's in, he's batting in the 200s as well, though, the, which, the, you know. The line has been kind of weird, and I think that if Lorenzo, if Lorenzo Carrier – I'll just start, throw out names. If Lorenzo Carrier was healthy at the beginning of the season, that guy might have been playing some significant time in the outfield. Um, you know, big time prospect. Uh, you know, he's Aaron Judge, basically. Uh, you know, as far as size is concerned, six foot six, two hundred pound guy. Um, he just hasn't been healthy. But now you see him get in the lineup a little bit and get on base and do some some really good things at the plate. The same thing goes with with the freshman Jason Torres, who's another highly touted kid. That came in. Uh, obviously, he's not going to play third base uh, over Yo-Yo, but I mean, could you DH a kid like that? You know. So I will say, you know, got to give him a shot to play. play yeah, the thing is, when we when we played Sear at second, he did struggle in the field quite a sure. bit. So I think he's kind of locked in at DH, um, which is what led to Ian Farrow inexplicably starting in right field. <laughs> against Virginia and, I'm just, and and um so he did let one fly ball just like land in front of him where I was like dude catch the ball um so I I don't understand why you mentioned you mentioned Torres and and Carrier and I would throw Jacoby, Jacoby Long, yeah. Long into the mix too on how they're not getting a shot at and so, like somehow someone get a shot in center field or you know if you have to move you know Viegas or, or to, to to center and and move someone which they did a little bit early yeah yeah no he can he can I mean the thing Dario Gomez is a very good fielder but so is Jacoby Long so I don't I don't understand why he can't at least if you're like worried about carrier and center field or something you know I still think Jacoby Long would be an option there and and frankly at the beginning of the year we actually went to Dartmouth when when uh and to the Dartmouth series when uh when Gomez was struggling, but he was making good contact, and we we're like, you know what, we'll stick with it. He'll come around. I I watched him this weekend. I was there. Different, huh? He is lost at the plate. He is completely lost. He's not even close. Boggles my mind, man. Boggles my mind. His confidence, and now he just he just, just it was it was bad. He kept striking out. He wasn't even making anything related resembling contact. And. How long do you wait, Bish? How long do you? Wait I think I think you, you got to start mixing it up there. I don't I don't see how you can continue to do this. You can't have like both he and and Dorian Gonzalez have had been basically starting the entire year, and it just hasn't happened yet. And we do have 
options behind them. Um, you know where I'm going. Um, I know. I to do Garcia needs to play. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I can see for that. You know, doing a righty lefty thing. If they pitch a lefty, start Ariel Garcia. If they pitch a righty, start Dorian. I can see that. But right. Um, I honestly, I don't get it because what we did on on Saturday's game, which by the way cost us the game, is. It was 5-5 with the bases loaded, no outs, and uh, Dorian Spock came up. We pinch hit with Farrow, who struck out on three pitches and was, was an atrocious at-bat. We ended up not scoring. <laughs> and then they scored the winning run in the bottom half, and won 6-5. And we pinch hit with Ian Farrow. He struck out. He obviously can't play in the field. So then we defensive subbed Ariel Garcia. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh... I like his bat. Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't have just pinch it with him and let him bat. Like, or if I misevaluating his his talent, every time he gets to, like, I feel like. Here's he, the thing, right? Like, I feel like he's, he's a plus hitter. Like, he's, he's no worse than Dorian Gonzalez. That's for sure. He's a better hitter than him right now. Uh, it's not to say he's going to hit 400 for you or 450, but I mean, he's got some pop. Uh, you know, he's right handed bat. And, and he plays the field well too. He doesn't play the field. I mean, terribly. he did boot a ball. At <laughs> second base. Yeah. I mean, I. But again, it was uh, it was a Fine. ball. It was yeah. a ball. I By the way, our feeling the entire weekend was an absolute yeah. joke. Yeah, I don't really care but, about uh, that. That's a whole other thing. But I think you definitely have to give Mario Garcia a shot at second base. You got to give other guys a shot, man. Especially now down the down the you know at the the stretch. This is the stretch. This is the whole, I guess this is the final stretch of the season right the final yeah there's a, there's a month left yeah you, you, gotta you gotta get start together figuring it out yeah you have to especially if you want to make a run in the playoffs you know in the postseason i mean and not only that man you gotta figure it out on the mound also what the hell happened with carson league in this, this i mean season? i i've seen nothing have you seen anything i don't i must i mean i will say let me ask you an overall question about that because earlier they sat walters for a couple of series right and then brought him back. He says because his arm was tired. Do you think there's some conservation going on here? Because last year we hit a wall in the postseason. Well, I think I mean, here's what I will say. I I trust JD Arteaga. I think Arteaga is a hell of a pitching coach. Um, I like the way that he's been able to get. Sometimes he gets the best out of some guys. Here, like what the hell? Yeah. Um, and he he does it right, and so. If that's the case, and you know they may not say anything later on, they may say something. Who knows? But if that's the case, I get it and I understand because, Car- to be honest with you, Carson Ligon was probably the first one that you can think that I think about last last season that did start to get a little tired, right? And he starts to struggle a little bit late, later on in the season. So, yeah, maybe it is that that is what they're doing with him. I mean, I, I, that's that's the best case scenario. The worst case is he's injured and we're in deep, deep trouble. Then, yeah, because yeah. we we already, like you said, even with him, the starting pitching has not been good. And overall, just we aren't using. I, I do worry a little bit on the overall. Just we haven't used a lot of pitchers this year. Like, are we going to run them all into the ground? I mean, on the Sunday game, we're down six to three, and he goes to Walters in the sixth. <laughs> And Walters pitched two and two and a third innings. I think allowed one base runner on a walk, and that was it. Like and mowed him down. I'm like, I will say, like watching Walters pitch at first, I'm like, this is I I, I gotta enjoy this. This guy is amazing. But also, yeah. like, what are we doing? You're down three runs, and you're, 
But I think because we kind of ran out of pitchers that he would even trust to put in the game. Because this is after he went to Gaio, who actually did pitch a score. Well, I, I heard he actually pitched well. Yeah, he yeah. pitched well. But he had gone through Torres, then Chestnut, then Sinta, then then Gaio. How did Torres do? Because I, I, it looked like he started strong. Oh, yeah. No, he. I think I think this is what happened, right? So he he pitched in the midweek. He actually came in on Saturday and pitched and got us out of like a bases loaded one out jam. Then he starts on Sunday, three shutout innings, actually had a no hitter going. He was always only going to go three innings. Like there's no way his arm was going to go beyond that. And they put, because our, because our, our pitching rotation, our bullpen is so shallow. They try, I get why they did it. They're like, let's see if we can get another inning out of him. Even though there's no way, because Gino's been doing this in the midweek too. Right. He gets three innings and then he goes to someone else. Let me ask you something. This is totally has nothing to do with baseball. Sure. Did USC just hire Cliff Kingsbury as their next quarterback coach? I is this have... real? Is this real? What I'm reading here? I thought he was like off in Thailand somewhere. Well, he was, but what the hell? As their next QB coach? Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. This is nuts. This is crazy, if true. Oh uh, wait, no, hold on. This is okay. Um, no, he's doing one of those analyst things where you still get your severance. He's hanging around the program. Okay, so he's going to be like a you know, yeah, like same a, thing like that. That so Alabama why did they say the here like this is a respectable? Bruce Feldman said senior offensive analyst, um, and the other one I saw said work with the quarterbacks. Didn't say quarterbacks coach. Okay, okay. Well, whatever. Anyway, so sorry about that. Sorry, that, that's no, kind it's of fine. It's, so. it's fine. Yeah. So so Torres three no hit innings. I think he only allowed one base run on a walk. Right. They put him out there for the fourth. Shouldn't have single home run. He, then they pulled him. Right. But and and then uh Sinta struggled a little bit, Chestnut struggled, they gave up the rest of the runs, and then uh Gaio did a shutout inning and then I mean Walters of course mowed them down for <laughs> I just I, I don't know if that's a good use of his arm at that point. That game was lost. Right. You but know, we I just think... we just I mean, because Lecarica has kind of hit a wall and everyone started hitting Homer's offense. So we're not really using him anymore. Right. We did use Rafe a little bit on uh, on Saturday on a lefty matchup, but he seems to be like very situational. I'm just worried overall about the number of arms because we start talking about Torres and Chestnut out of the bullpen. They're also right. our fourth starter. Yep. <laughs> just and like, they've only used they've only used that Walsh kid once, once or twice this year. Yeah, I, I feel like I mean honestly, like I, I know I was the one complaining about this. 
they just gotta keep they got they gotta hope that this guy that guy will turn a corner and get something out of him because yeah. like I don't see how you get through anything like this. We we literally used Torres started two of the four games last week and pitched out of the bullpen in another one. It's crazy. Like you can't do this. Well, that's why, and like you said, a great point. If if Giles turned the corner, that's good because he's a talent. We just need more arms that we can he's get talented. out there that eat some innings. Or yeah, no, he is. I don't you know? know what I don't know what happened with him. I will yeah. say, I mentioned this earlier. Our, our fielding was so bad. Pipo pitched well, and they were just booting balls by. And by the way, that home that home scorekeeper likes to give Virginia a hit for all of our errors because. <laughs> There was one play where they, it was a grounder to 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 uh to Rosario. It was hit right. fairly sharply, but right. I mean to uh to Yo Yo hit okay. fairly sharply, but like right at him. He boots it, and he deflected it enough where it like basically rolled into the outfield, but shallow. So right. the outfield has to run all the way up to get it. The guy ends up on second. They gave him a double. I'm just like, <laughs> so if you, you gotta love that, the like, whole like field, if you man. look if you look at the error numbers. On, especially on Saturday, it in no way reflects the defense behind it was uh, behind behind Rosario because he we we booted a ball on a double play and barely got that out at second when he should have gotten out of one of the innings where he allowed some runs and then the next guy also grounded into what should have been a double play but we didn't turn it <laughs> and they got a run there and I think he's he's pitching better the last few weeks so I think you know as a, again he should be the third starter. Right. As a Sunday starter, I think he's okay. So when we get Ligon back at the front, I don't know what happens to Zio when he has to start game one. But it's just, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. Yeah. The, he also though the fielding on on, on that game that, also and, was terrible too. Look, being being a pitcher, if you don't get any help any help behind you, man, that messes you with your psyche. It messes you up. I mean, that, you up. so you try to be too, you try to be too, you know, perfect on pitches. You try to. You try to do too much on the mound, where where because you've lost, you kind of like your trust, right? And, and behind you, so what what happens is now you're gonna leave one over the plate. That guy's gonna hit it 450 feet, and that's or, exactly. That's or you're exactly, gonna start walking guys. You're gonna miss on your pitches here and there, and, and you're just it's just gonna screw everything. And that's exactly what happened to Zeal um, early in that game. I mean, he was not as sharp as he has been on Saturdays, but um, he gave up a solo home run and was kind of pitching around it. And like, he, again, he was, he was battling out there. It was not his best stuff. So he gets a ground ball, which again, I don't understand why we were so slow in the infield this week, just fielded a normal grounder threw it to first. It looked like he was out. They ruled him out. They go to the replay overturned to safe. And then he gives up a home. It was the ending end of the inning. If he was out. And he gives up a three-run homer on the I next feel like pitch, Gage and Zeal, it just and it just it just came apart. Then Gay Zeal gets his most of his damage done with two outs. I feel like yeah, I feel like and, they always do that. And I will say, like he does not pitch through adversity well, and that's like when stuff goes wrong, it goes really wrong. I think the same thing with Rosario. Right. It's like the opposite of Torres. That dude just still. <laughs> It's got balls of steel. Yeah, and, 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 and he throws 89, 90 Yeah, but he's just like, you put him in a, in a pressure situation, he'll make his pitches. Yep. Everyone gets hit sometimes, but he's not going to. And I feel like we're really fragile on the mound this year. And it's and, and don't have enough. I mean, that's my biggest concern. That and, that, and the, the amount of home runs we rely on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's fun and it's nice to watch us hit home runs, but. You got to be able to manufacture runs, and they don't do a good, great job of that. Strike out all. way too much. Strike way too. Way I mean, too leave too many guys in scoring position, not on base, in scoring position. Yep. 
like you mentioned in that inning that I saw, I forgot what inning was. The man on second and third with no outs. Yeah, no, that was the that, that was the one. That was that's the inning you're talking about, right? <laughs> well, that was yeah. I think we had second and third and one out after one out. Dom doubled, and then it was strikeout, ground yep. out, inning over. It's like you got to score there, get a productive out. Like getting a productive out. The amount of times we strike out and strike out looking too, which is just so frustrating. And let me tell you, like last 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 weekend, we're lucky Florida State is really bad because we grounded into four or five double plays in one game. You know, we just happen to be able to, you know, get I mean, over. They're, terrible you know. they're, they're, they're but... just really bad. But you know, that's the kind of stuff where you got a man on second and third. There's no way in hell that you can't at least bring one of those. You got to understand what you're doing at the plate. Put the ball in play. Lift the ball up. Get the ball to the outfield. Do something. You got to figure it out. Yeah, short, you should said, be, shorten your shorten your bats. Your your, your swing up and just you get it in. Good get enough it into of the a outfield. hitter to do that at yeah. that level. Absolutely. So. And again, I think it's being as we've moved Dom up the lineup, and he's now batting six. It's the it's it's the same position. It's the second baseman and the center fielder behind him that are not producing, right. and he he keeps getting on base, and then we just leaving him out there because they can't do it. Like in that in the, that instance, he doubled, and just you know, stranded. And there was a guy in a second and third didn't score. There were several times on Saturday where um, he he I think went three for four on Saturday and. Kept getting on base, we couldn't get him home because just just unproductive outs. Yep. Bases loaded, no outs on Saturday, and didn't score. I mean, that's not you're not going to beat good teams doing that. And we have this is why our team's so hard to get a read on. Our schedule has been insane. Really so if you look at the RPI, actually NC State is ninth. We've played four of the top nine teams, that's three of those on the road. So, I mean, it's hard to get a read on, like, not a lot of teams are going to be successful with that type of schedule, but we've been so bad, like, one in eight on those games is not, that's bad. that's bad, right? So it's not like, like, if we went, like, didn't win any of the series, but, like, didn't get swept, and it was three and six, you're like, you know what, winning a series on the road at a top five team, which we played, like, three on the road this year is not it's not easy so we play florida wake forest and and virginia they're all going to be national seeds nc state again is ninth in the rpi we beat them at home we got unc this week on the road they're 25th um so like our schedule has been really tough and and we're we're completely different team on road and 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 and, uh, on the road and at home i think um uh kane's cats Heat's Heat 305 here brings up something really, really interesting. And I totally agree. Uh, his second statement, we don't work pitch counts as well. Yeah, well, one of the things um, I've seen, Jazz, on that, and I'm curious to get your take on this. So I think he's also correct. We did walk a lot last year. Mm-hmm. We strike out looking a ton. A lot of that is coming out of chasing pitches early in the count and missing and then standing there and taking the call. Well, that's three. the thing. That's what, like, what you're doing is you're guessing at that point. Yeah. You know, you're guessing at that point, you're swinging at bad pitches, and now you have no idea what the hell you're doing up there, and you're guessing, and so you're going to get caught with your pants down all the time. It's going to happen all the time, especially when you're as undisciplined as they are at the plate. And he, he, he this guy, uh, King's Cat, whatever, um, bring it, it hit it on the head. You don't work the if you don't work the count well, if you don't know, if you don't have an idea as to what you're doing at the plate, know what you're doing, first of all, right? Like, know what your strong suits are and what. And, and I'll tell you why this is so important to me, because I spoke with a, a Miami Hurricane legend is the one that told me this, okay, Manny Crespo, a f- friend of mine, have, um, 
you know, spoke to him about hitting. There's not a lot of people that I have spoken to that know as much about hitting as Danny Crespo. I love the way his approach is and how he teaches hitting. Um, and he told me this once. He goes, I knew what I was good at and I knew what I was bad at at the plate. And I wasn't going to go chase stuff and I wasn't going to swing at anything that, first of all, I knew I probably couldn't hit. Second, that I couldn't hit well and, you know, and be productive, right? And so he, he told me straight up. So why, So his thing was, why am I going to swing at a curveball if I know that I suck at hitting curveballs? I'm going to sit there. You know, first of all, if you throw me a curveball and, and I'm behind the count, yeah, I'm going to fight it off. I'm going to do whatever I can at the plate to fight it off. But if you're going to throw me a fastball, I'm going to hit it 450 feet. And that's what I'm going to sit back and do. Right. And then when I'm behind the count, I'm going to fight things off and I'm going to understand what I'm doing at the plate. You have to have an idea. You have to have a clue as to what you're doing. Number one. And I know this is kind of like the complete opposite. So it's really uh, it's it, it sounds like it makes no sense. But not only that, but you can't go up there thinking too much either. Right. So it, it's a little bit of both. Have a plan. Have an idea as to what you're doing at the plate. But when you get up there, don't think so much. Just get up there and hit the damn baseball. And that's what the problem is. They don't know how they don't have a clue when they go up to the hit. And then when they get up there and they get behind the count and they're oh two, one two, you know, even two two, they're guessing. They're guessing. And this is partly on the hitter and partly on the hitting coach that is not preparing them the right way, is not understanding what the tendencies is of the pitcher and what he likes to throw in certain counts, what he doesn't like to throw. Where he, you know, where his his hot zones are, where his cold zones, you got to know all these things. And at this level of, of baseball, all these teams do it. Now Virginia does it, Florida, uh, Florida does it. All these big time Wake Forest, they all do that. And you got to do that better. I, I'm not saying they don't do it, but I think you got to do it better. And that's going to make you a better hitter. Period. Yeah, and and they're you mentioned fighting off pitches. They're doing none of that. They're just no. taking straight threes. <laughs> when you're taking pitches. You know, there's times you get fooled, and it happens. Everybody's going to get fooled there once in a while. But when you're guessing, it's a different thing than being fooled, you know? It's, yeah, no, and I, I think they're – I mean, I, I honestly, I you would know a lot better what's going on there, but the number of times we have guys just staring at strike three and then, like, looking at the ump, and I'm like, dude, if it's close, you're supposed to fight it off. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's not the ump's responsibility to make sure that a borderline pitch. Like, maybe it's a ball, technically, but if it's close enough, you're supposed to spoil the pitch and make the and, – and we don't do any of that. Like, if it gets to two strikes, we're, like, probably going to strike out. Well, it's just like every other sport, right? If you leave it in the hands of the referees yeah. or the umpires, you're, you're, it's, a recipe, it's a recipe for a loss, for a disaster. So you, you got to go out there and you got to dictate what you're going to do. And, and, and all of this, like, exactly, it's like can't move runners over. Like, we just – we're we're so reliant on home runs, which is probably why we stink on the road. Because when you're not in your home park, it's much harder to adjust to the conditions and, and and hit them out of the park. And I will say the one thing I'll disagree with our, our friend here with the uh, name check of half of South Florida and his name. Um, Virginia's lost four games total this year. I mean, I don't know what a great yeah, Virginia, team is, Virginia's but, a great team. but I feel like they they qualify. Um, they're going to be a national seed. So is Florida. So is Wake Forest, the three teams we've gotten killed on the road by. Um, now, again, we haven't been competitive. Right. We've won one of those games, but most of the games, like 
just as, on individual games have not been close. Like we've been getting blown out. We got mercy rolled in game three by four. I think the best like, weekend we had was this weekend against Virginia. Yeah, overall in terms of how we played, we got blown out in the first game. We really should have won the second game. Again, we blew it and punted the ball around. The third game, I mean, their best player hit two homers and that kind of, and we just we just didn't, didn't have the offense. Right. I will say, giving up six runs with whole staff to Virginia in game three should have been good enough to pay off. We scored three runs. Like that's just not acceptable, and and that's again the home run reliance. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I mean, here's here's where I'm going to disagree again. I don't think you have to be ranked to be a really good team in baseball. Um, I've seen it too much. I've seen it too many times that teams that aren't ranked are really, really good teams. Um, and in baseball, if you win, I don't care what level. You've got four losses and what almost thirty wins now, or what, or whatever the yeah. case is. Um, I don't think that, they've lost a home game this year. Yeah, that's a that's that's tough to do, man, at, at any level, uh, regardless of competition. And they're not playing slot. They're not playing Mickey Mouse teams either. They're playing good teams. So, um, I mean, Virginia won a title in twenty fifteen. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how we team. can make that. I mean, I, I feel yeah. like anyone that's a national seed, which they're yeah. going to be, and they won a national title in twenty fifteen. So is they're, a, they're is a strong team. They're probably yeah. going to be more towards the back half of the national seeds. Is that what you're talking about? But yeah, I, that's still a great team. I, basically, I mean, I don't think anyone's won a single game on their field this year, and like going in there to win a series is not. Yeah. Not yeah. really. I, again, I think our three series losses, a lot of the best teams in the country would also have those losses. If you had to go play those, they would not have looked as bad as we did. <laughs> and I think that's where and, the, and we still had an opportunity to beat them to win to yeah, win that series, you know? Yeah. So. At least at least the Saturday game, we definitely we blew it. We yeah. really blew it there. But even the Sunday game, we out hit them. We just we make so many mistakes. We make so many mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I don't. I don't want to speculate. I don't know. If yeah, we don't know so. what's going on there. Again, we we have we have rested, rested pitchers, so we might. But be if you had to choose, it's got to be Torres. It's got to be Torres, right? Yeah, Chestnut's. I thought he was going to be better than he was. Yeah, he struggled a little bit. I mean, it's got to be Torres. But we also look. I I am assuming Ligon's coming back, and this was kind of like a one-off thing. If it's going to be Torres, you cannot use him out of the bullpen on Saturday and start him on Sunday. I was, like, so out of my freaking mind. Like, what are we doing here? That was crazy. I cannot believe we pitched him twice. It may be Kane's, Kane's cats. It may be uh, load management. I guess yeah, we've done some load management. We did that with Walters earlier this year, and he sat so, him for a couple of series. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll um, see. We might hear something soon, so not sure. Ah, uh, man. Um well, I mean, they announced – so, again, they, they before the series even started, they announced that, you know, it was going to be Zeal on, on Friday, Rosario on Saturday, and TBD on Sunday. So they had decided not to pitch Ligon this weekend earlier in the week. Again, this That's year at least, they have held pitchers out for weekends without an injury to to manage their load. So it could be that. We haven't heard anything on him being injured. Or it so could be that they're, that they're hurt. Or, or it could be injured, right. But I wouldn't I wouldn't read – we've done some weird stuff with the lineups this year. I think as a reaction to last year hitting the wall as a team and really not having anything left in the tank when we got to the postseason. Oh, man. Bish, big weekend this weekend against North Carolina. Yeah, and this is another top 25 RPI team on the road. 
but this is definitely a big step down from the other three that have beat the shit out of us. Is this so, at home? It is at home. No, no, it's, it's away. Chapel Hill. Um, we have no, had a ridiculous schedule, but this is a series you got if you want to host because I, based on their multiple projections came out last week, they all have right. hosting in some capacity. Yeah. You got to win two out of three. You, you got to go win this series now. This is not look. This is a step down from Wake Forest, Florida, and Virginia. Um. Um, and uh, so this is this is one you have to capitalize on. You have to win if you're going to host. Yep. Because we're going to be in those conversations with North Carolina, with Boston College, with Louisville out of the ACC, and you got to win these series. You got to differentiate yourself. We've Kids gotten a lot of mileage out of beating a top ten RPI team in NC State. We won that series and sweeping Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech and yep. sweeping Florida State. Got a lot of mileage out of that. We haven't done shit on the road. Yep. And that is, we got to show that we can win games on the road. Kane's cats, uh, listen to the beginning of the, watch the beginning yeah, of the show. Yeah, we talked yeah, about, we, we talked, talked about, about this, that. but uh, uh, I might get an Ariel Garcia jersey. Is there NIL money in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want that man to light up, damn it. And not bunting in the eighth inning. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think that we'll kind of end it off with this here against North Carolina? Do you think that, uh, uh, Gino kind of flips the script and, and decides to give guys like Carrier Long and Torres a shot, maybe uh, starting them at least in one game. I think we'll see a surprise starter. I don't know what he's yeah. going to do. Like, if you would give me 10 guesses. If you have to choose two. one guy, who would you, who's the guy you want to see in that lineup? I want, I want Jacoby I, in center field. He's been hitting well when we've put him in there. He hasn't played consistently. Yeah. And, he, and I also – I am – wary of the defensive issues we've had so i definitely don't want to put a bad fielder in there and, and jacoby's a good fielder too so that's kind of balancing it out that's where it's tough it's been tough for me because in my mind i'm like put blake sear out there at second base and, and dh jason torres because as far as from a bat from a bat perspective he's probably the best hitter out of those three right now um but quite honestly man you can't you can't sacrifice dorian's a, a really good second baseman um, you know, defensively. So it's hard to make that change. I think that if if you see that maybe you've got one in the you know, you've got one already, you took the first game, I think you might risk putting Sierra second base in the second game of start starting a guy like Jason towards his DH. But I could also see the other way where you take I think regardless, I think Jacoby Long needs to be playing a little bit more in center field. Um, and, and the other thing, I, Lorenzo Carrier, some, some, yeah. And, and, some, some and time. the other thing I will say, I don't know that, um, I don't know that Carrier can play center field, but if you're going to bench Vegas again, for the love of God, why is Ian Farrell? Well, that's another shot, right? Uh, if you're going to bench both of those guys, now you <laughs> yeah, got an opportunity yeah, to yeah, put Long like, and Carrier. Like that, that's what I was getting with. I was like, I think we'll see some surprise, but if you had me guess 10 things, Ian Farrell playing in right field to start the Virginia series was not I on would, my list. I would be surprised if Levinson's playing left field and you've got a new right fielder. And It's got to be Carrier then. I think if it's if it's Gomez out, I, I go with yeah. Long. Anyone else, if yeah. Viegas is, is out, it's got to be Carrier. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um and and so answer. like the fact that they benched Viegas and didn't go to Karen went to Pharaoh instead as if he's been hitting. It's a shame. <laughs> like I, I, I'm, I'm really curious why he and Dario Gomez get a million chances and we can't uh -oh. just like did we promise them playing time and they transferred in or something? Like I don't understand how we're not mixing it up there. 
Yeah, I don't know. Because remember, Pharaoh was supposed to DH, and Seer kind of took his spot, and now we're just trying to. He's supposed to DH and, and hit twenty bombs this year, like he did last year at FCCU. Yeah, know? well, uh, I think both of them are adjusting to the level of again. We're playing an insane schedule. You know, so. what he says here that Dario has to be the man out. Um, he's a good defender. He is a good defender, but we don't. There's not a drop off between him and Jacoby. Yeah, Long Jacoby Long also field. is, which is why I'm like, I don't even feel like so I'm okay with it. Right, I'm okay with it. I, I really am okay with it. So, we'll, and, and we'll Dario's, ha- and I feel like Dorian, Dario, they and and Pharaoh for trying to wedge him back in the line somewhere. They've had enough chances. Like I, you got like you said, there's a month left in the season. You got to round this thing out. You cannot. It's like it. It cost us multiple runs this week, and that that we could not get production behind Patelli. Right. Yep, I agree. And that that's that's because those guys. And it's it's the same thing we've seen all year. So if you're gonna beat better teams, you can't have holes in your lineup like that. Correct. Correct. Uh, hey man, let's do this more often. Maybe yes. we'll talk. We'll, we'll do a little su- Sunday night action uh, after the yeah. uh, after the series. Well, actually, so the series is uh, it is um, it's Thursday through Saturday. Oh, okay. um, well, maybe we can still do it Sunday. Yeah, no, we can do a Sunday. It doesn't have to be night, though. We can we can do it when it makes sense. <laughs> yes, we did bring that up uh, earlier, so check it out. That's <laughs> um, um, a good. It's, it's yeah, good. no, it's him and, and Gomez have really struggled at the yep. plate to the point that, and you know, it almost looks worse because Patelli's playing so well that he's getting on base repeatedly, putting him to threat, and they bat right behind him and just screw it up, and it's. Right. It's kind of like that combination behind him is not working. It's it's causing us it's causing us runs. It's how we out hit UVA and, and lose. It's because they're not able to even make productive outs. Yeah. Uh, make sure you tune in. Keep it locked on on the tw- on our Twitter page at Six Rings Kane, so you can kind of get updates on when we'll go live. Uh, talk a little more more about baseball. Hopefully, we'll do some. Yeah, this is this again. is a massive series. You got to prove you can yeah. win some road games. I think. When we get to the postseason, the Canes are going to be in the postseason because their metrics are so strong, and they're not going. To, we're not going to like go winless. The right, year. right. They'll, they'll but, get in. But. but I think at this point, national seeds gone. You can't lose three road series to national seed teams and say you're as good as them. So I think right. that's kind of gone. Um, but regional host is definitely very much in play, and to do that, you got to show you can win some games on the road. Everyone will excuse the losing at UVA, losing at UF, losing at Wake Forest. If you start losing at you know teams that are similar. You got to win some of these, and this is this is an opportunity to kind of get a good series win. Yep. All right, fellas. Yep. We will. We'll, we'll do something. We'll you know, do something. <laughs> over the weekend. We'll see to... you guys soon, but make sure you keep it locked here yep. for uh, Six Rings Kane Show and for the baseball special as well. Yep. Uh, and follow us on Twitter, VRP two thousand three at Jazz Santana, but also our uh, six ring show uh, scrolling across the bottom at six rings games right there underneath subscribe like the channel we'll see you guys next weekend yep see you. Oh, actually this weekend see you yeah, later whatever still a lot of stuff going on spring yeah, game there's, there's a lot yeah. follow us on twitter yeah you'll right. get it all the six ring king show the six ring king show the six rings king show you know Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.